0: Hello. I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach, and in this episode, I wanted to talk about um, my thoughts on an article that came out in The Hollywood Reporter about, this came out uh, Monday, March 9th, about how uh now that CEO of the of the Walt Disney Company, Bob Iger, has stepped down as CEO and he's kind of in an executive chairman role, what does this mean and how his next priority should be the the development of Disney Plus and really streamlining that? So I've included a link for you uh, to read the full article, but uh you know I'm gonna kind of give you a summarization throughout and and but more importantly offer up my various thoughts. So you know, one of the one of the big things as far as um, Bob Iger stepping down as CEO, a lot of people are like, well, what does that mean? And so forth. And, you know, CEO and chairman and these such roles, it's they're really defined how you want them to be defined. And the person that stepped in another Bob uh, into the CEO role, he's much more a operations guy. So I think in that sense, I actually think this could be a good thing because, you know, he can just kind of continue uh, the status quo. And uh, for Disney, the, big, the biggest thing that they're working on is Disney Plus. And so uh, I think Bob Iger is a very creative guy. I mean, if you read his book, um, The Ride of a Lifetime, it, it, it's incredible in terms of, you know, his background background. Even like in his early days, was in sports, but it was really about how to tell a story through sports, and and so he, he does have a background in programming and so forth. And I think I think as great as a businessman as he is, I do think there's some creativity now. Could he go out and like write a movie and and um, you know make it and so forth? I don't think not necessarily. That's not a strength, but but he recognizes good elements and you know moving pieces and whatever else right he's he's a great manager of this stuff so you know the the main crux of this article is that disney plus while very successful in terms of its subscriber base i mean within three months getting to 28 million subscribers nothing to sneeze at like that's that's fucking incredible like let's just take a moment to realize that but it's kind of, there's a saying in Hollywood, like, what have you done for me lately? So it's like, okay, Disney Plus was great. We had Mandalorian and so forth. But when, what's next? And, you know, what's kind of interesting is, you know, Disney Plus kind of just has this association with being very family friendly. And so, you know, things such as, like, Love, Simon. And more recently, like, uh, like for a lot of people that I know, my generation, they were excited for the Lizzie McGuire revival. But you know, neither of like Lizzie McGuire got put on hold because the themes were going to be uh, a little bit more PG 13 versus PG. And so Hillary Duff, who is Lizzie McGuire, she's, she put out a public post of like, Hey, can we please move uh, the the show to Hulu, which Hulu is majority owned by Disney as well. So kind of interesting how they own both, but you know, Essentially, the, the whole point is of the article that Disney Plus needs to have a brand identity, and they're going to have a big struggle of creating content. Um, you know, right now they're slated to do uh, thirty-five new things, new pieces of content in this in this calendar year, and that's a shit ton. But certainly, you know, from a consumer standpoint, is that going to be enough to kind of quench people's appetite uh, thirst if you will for for disney plus and so forth now one of the things that the article that brings up and i think i think this is this is where i think it really finds its lane and i'm, I'm very excited for it, is the lower tier family style movies that disney used to have so you know now we look at like star wars and marvel and so forth and those those are like 200 million dollar movies that belong on the big screen but gone are kind of the days of you know the lower tier movies that are just fun right like a home alone um and so forth that like you know would be like a 30 million to 60 million dollar budget and i i i think disney plus is the perfect home for those type of movies now i don't think it should just be all pg movies necessarily i think you know, my I I would like to see Disney Plus grow beyond just like a, a fully family friendly and like just instead create restrictions within the app itself to be like, okay, you know, if uh, like with a TV, you know, they they, they have the, uh, the the parental locks and so forth. So I think have a parental lock type of access for Disney Plus. But I, I would be very excited to see family style comedies make a revival in terms of movies. Through Disney Plus, I think that's a brilliant play uh, because, like, you know, it's a shame that those types of movies are dying out on the uh, big screen. But now, kind of seeing it through this way, like, it would be great to see that. Uh, for example, you know, I, I don't think this is a Disney Plus movie, but like my friend Ian Kaiser made a wonderful movie called Saint Francis, and you know, it would be cool like if that type of movie would get picked up by Disney Plus, and you know, because I think like I think yeah, just such human value to seeing those stories. And, you know, um, yeah, let's, let, you know, if we have to, if all we get in the big screen is tentpole movies, I'll be bummed by that. But but knowing in my heart of hearts that at least like movies, I'm not gonna say that just have a heart because that's a terrible way to describe it, but that's all I can think of at the moment. Um, you know, I, I, I'm encouraged by that. And, you know, I think, I'm excited for Bob Iger to step in like I in having read his memoir and so forth like I do have a big appreciation um, for what he brings to the table creatively and I think you know you can look at in hindsight maybe like they rushed Disney Plus and perhaps like they should have taken their time more in terms of staffing up but like listen everything's a, a work in progress. And, you know, a company like Disney, they can certainly weather the storm uh, and have, like, let's say this is a bad year for Disney Plus or maybe two years. Like, from my opinion, they can certainly weather that storm. And so I'm very interested to see what Bob Iger does. Like, he's creating a staff and creating programmers to pick good content and so forth. And so he's putting a structure in place for this. And I think that's obviously the right move to go about it. Um, it'd be interesting to see how consumers fully respond to this. Um, and the only like criticism I have really is to unlock Disney plus as just being purely family friendly, like Lizzie McGuire, uh, to me, like that is family friendly, but just because it's PG 13 doesn't mean it's not fully family friendly. Like the younger kids might not watch it, but, but, you know, let them watch the original Lizzie McGuire, because that is PG, and then as they grow up, they can they can see now a 30-year-old Lizzie dealing with 30-year-old life versus, like, her and, and her teens. You know, I think that's the, that's, you know, when you talk about the nostalgia factor of Disney, I think that's the cool part is, you know, the people that grew up with some of these things, like, seeing it evolve and now being able to revisit from a new lens. That's the cool part about it. Um... You know, so we'll see. We'll we'll see how all this plays out. But I'm excited for the future of, of Disney Plus. Um, but I, you know, let me know what you your thoughts are. I mean, the the streaming wars, as everyone's calling it, are certainly heating up. Um, and we'll see. We'll see how this all plays out. Um, but uh, but regardless of like just just an article like if you want to talk compare Disney Plus to Netflix or Peacock or HBO Max whatever the case may be let me know I'd be happy to converse with you um, you know about the topic whether in the comments section or on social media anyway these just kind of uh, you know this is me just presenting the news as well as giving some of my thoughts on it I hope you have enjoyed feel free to join me for other um, episodes such as this where I react to news, but also feel free to join me for episodes where I give lessons to creatives, whether from how to overcome things mentally or from a strategic standpoint. I, I, I love teaching and so that's why I do what I do. And if you're not subscribed or following me already, I would encourage you to do so. That way you get all this stuff right when it comes out. Anyway, thank you for taking the time to join me. I hope to see you next time.